2: If you feel it, put your hands in the air, show some love to the moon while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time, Did you and
3: I outweigh. Happy Saturday, Outweigh. Amy Brown here alongside Leanne Ellington. This is week four of our Redefine to Align series. So far in the last three weeks before this, we covered redefining success, then redefining boundaries. Last week was Redefining Stress, and now here we are with week four, Redefining Results. And also, Happy New Year. Woo! Happy New Year! A time of year where a lot of people are, are focused on results. So Leanne, why is it important for us to redefine results, especially this time of year?
2: I mean, I know this is a, the time of year that is notorious for the, you know, get rich quick, get thin quick, get whatever quick kind of thought process. And hopefully, You haven't fallen into the traps that a lot of people fall into over the holiday season because you've been redefining success and you've been redefining boundaries and you've been redefining your version of stress. But that being said, any time of year is just as important to talk about this definition of results because it is a sticky, slippery slope. So what happens is if you learned anything like the way that I learned, it really is when we think of results, it's in this short term way of thinking. And if we're talking about the time, the duration of something and the intensity of something, okay, if we are just thinking in this short-term results mindset, the intensity has to be so high, right? Or it tends to be so high because we're like so gung-ho or what we're committing to is so, you know, steep on the intensity curve. By extension, the time that we're able to do it is going to be short-lived. It's just how the human brain works. When we're talking about time in relation to intensity, as intensity goes up, time has to go down. But what we really want is a long-term goal. We want this long-term transformation. We want sustainable results. But we're not thinking about that. So inevitably, we fall into that trap of like, okay, go, 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 zero to 60, harder, faster, more. And inevitably, we flop. We can't sustain it very long because based on that time intensity curve and graph, so to speak, time is very short-lived. Versus, if we think about it, and he, and I'll, here's my disclaimer: the long-term results game is not as sexy. I get it; it is very seductive to want really quick w- results, really fast. But what would you rather have now? Right? Would you rather work really hard in the short run, only to have to give your results back? Which, of course, we re- we redefine results, but to give them back because you can't sustain them. Or would you rather put in the work right now and have your results be a little bit more incremental- or you know, not so radical, but be able to sustain it, be able to endure it, and be able to keep it, and become the version of yourself that would have that end goal. So, so for coming back to this relation of intensity versus time, now if your intensity is you're still you know working hard and putting in the reps and and doing what you air quotes need to do to get to where you want to head, but now the intensity isn't so crazy. The time can be more sustainable, more sustainable, more sustainable. And then the results are keepable, right? But but again, what happens is, and I've fallen into it so many times, is we fall into that short-term gratification trap where we allow this, you know, idea of short-term pleasure or short-term goals essentially like outvote our long term health and happiness. As in, like time goes on and we're unconsciously choosing unhappiness in the long run because our brain can't seem to say no to that instant gratification gratification. gratification in the short run. So when we're talking about this idea of redefining results, again, I know it is so seductive to say just, Leanne, I really just want to feel better faster. I really want to get those results quickly. Or what a lot of women say, I hear it all the time, is like, I just want to lose weight and then I'll focus on healing my relationship with food, which we know doesn't doesn't work in the long run, right? But I really want to invite you to flip it to this long-term way of thinking, but becoming the version of yourself that has it forever and just can keep it so that you're not up, down, on, off, Black, white, that bounce back effect that happens when you're playing that short term, like crazy intensity game.
3: Yeah. I mean, rewiring my brain for recovery, when I think of the results from that, it took so much time. And even last January, I was starting a meditation practice and I went a little too hard in the beginning. I mean, I was being guided through it, but then I thought, oh, well, I can up this a little more. And I was trying to do some longer meditations that I wasn't ready for. And then that felt defeating. And then I would back off of it. And then I had to sort of just get back into it by doing five minutes a day, five minutes a day. And then whenever I could do the long ones, I did. But I wasn't forcing myself into them. And then I had more of a practice and it came at me with ease. So If my results weren't like, oh, I couldn't do the 30-minute meditation, then I redefined it of like, oh, but I meditated today. It was five minutes. The results of that, this is so great. And then over time, if I look back at 2023, the first year I'd ever meditated, I would say my meditation results and what that did for me, my prayer time in there and everything, it was a game changer for me. But it took the year. I couldn't just cram it all in to January. So results can be for just anything you have going on in your life. But I think grace and patience, those two things are huge whenever you're working towards any type of goal.
2: Yeah. And it comes full circle back to the first week in this series where we redefine success. You know, can you imagine if you define success for your meditation practice that you had to do those longer meditations the whole year instead of saying, no, I'm committed to my meditation. And some days it's going to be shorter. Some days it's going to be longer. There might be a couple of days where I don't meditate at all, but that doesn't dictate failure, You know, you had to redefine success and what you said about grace and just accepting where you are and being kind and gentle with yourself and really knowing what you're here to do this for. Like meditation was just the content. The intent for you was being a more peaceful, grounded, calm, relaxed, grounded version of yourself. Right. And so when you're committed to that as your definition of success, it doesn't matter how you get there. You're going to stay committed to it. Right. And that's where it's so cool that there's this crossover. That was such a perfect example because it's this crossover of redefining results, really redefining success so that you could also redefine stress.
3: Ah, I see what you did there. (laughs) And I just Uh think, too, making sure that you've got a mind, body, spirit connection as you go into the new year. I feel like it's super important to be in tune with yourself and doing things that nurture all three of those, because I honestly don't know how you can really do it without. And I never always put those three together. I was like 2020 that I really started to focus therapeutically on mind, body, spirit, and making sure all three were being recognized, were being nurtured, acknowledged, taken care of, tended to, however you want to look at it. And so that's where real results come in, whatever it is that you're looking for, when you're tending to all three of those. Yeah,
2: I want to actually double down on something you just said. I'm going to make a bold statement, and this is this is definitely my opinion. I'm not telling you like I am right, but I strongly invite people to just try this on, especially for people that are listening to this podcast. Your definition of results and definition of goals have probably more so been a strict physical type of outcome. What if... It was imperative that you actually started at the mental, emotional, spiritual and brought that with you into the physical. What if the physical was only going to be as successful as much as you're putting into the mental, spiritual, emotional? So what if it wasn't just like it has to be three-dimensional? What if it started, like what if taking the physical out of the conversation was what was gonna yield you the most physical results, ironically. That would be my invitation to try on. And again, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just inviting you, if you've never tried it on in that kind of thought process, like just see how that feels.
3: Yeah, and no too. I think that because outweigh is, it started off with being about a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. So we're focusing on disordered eating, eating disorders, recovery. But since it's the new year and this is redefining results, I also want you to know, and we've, we've had different guests on that have talked about it and and even Leanne too, but having goals in recovery is okay. But I hope that depending on where you are in your journey, if you have someone that you can work alongside, if you've got uh, a trainer or coach that specializes in eating disorders or, you know, you have a registered dietitian that you're working with that specializes in eating disorders, maybe a therapist, depending on the team that you need or the resources you're going to, just make sure that they have that background in mind, especially as you're headed towards any kind of results. Because especially in the beginning, if this sort of stuff is is new to you, it can be really muddy and you're vulnerable and you don't want to like fall back into things. So I think that knowing that it's okay for you to have goals when it comes to working out for your body or your health, your overall health, that is okay. But I think Leanne is totally right. Or I guess I should say, and Leanne is totally right, in that starting with the mental and spiritual side, I think that'll be a game changer for how you even view yourself. And then maybe some of those goals that you think you have for yourself, they might even fade away because they're not actually what you need. So that's my little soapbox on that.
2: I love it. Your soapboxes are so great all the time.
3: Well, so there you go. We've covered four weeks of redefining success, boundary stress, and today results, all so that you can find more alignment. That's the goal. I think especially going into a new year, how can you feel more in alignment with yourself? And what does that look like for you? And the beauty is, You get to come up with that. You get to define it. Nobody else, not me, not Leanne, not anybody else in your life, not someone on social media. You get to do it. So redefine all these things for yourself. If you missed the first three weeks, I encourage you to go back and listen to those. Again, it was redefining success, boundary stress, and then results and all four go together nicely so that hopefully you can navigate life a little bit easier. And some of these tools and insights will help you in your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your body and food and all the things. And it'll help ensure that your journey ultimately is dictated by you. And Leanne had some fabulous tips over the last four weeks. So thank you, Leanne, for Redefine to Align. Amen. Absolutely. Tell everybody where they can find you.
2: I am at Leanne Ellington over on socials. And if you want to learn more about rewiring your brain, redefining a new paradigm for your health journey, you can check out stresslesseating.com. There's a free masterclass on there that lays
3: it all out. I love a good free masterclass. Um, I am at Radio Amy on socials. And I hope y'all are having the day that you need to have. Bye.
2: Bye.